All right, so we're into hour number two. Let's do it. Good morning, good afternoon. What's going on? You know what this means. That is the sound of me smashing the giant plastic tower of beef, which means it is time to beef. Clones. Not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper's original, old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy, and peppered all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because nor the jerky compares. Old Trapper, what? is your beef if you're new to this game you can beef about anything you want sports non-sports anything anything except your bathroom beefs i don't want those the jn beefs i don't want those other than that it's fair game anything you want to hit works call the beef get on the x with a beef email me a beef let's do it i want to start with the callers 1-800-636-866 Eight six. Let's start in the ATL. Jason in Atlanta. Jason, what's your beef? Jimmy, my beef is with CVS. I get these coupons in the mail that sound pretty enticing, 25, 30% off your entire purchase, but the fine print says not valid on sale items. Well, I get into the CVS and there are these yellow tags on virtually everything in the store. 99% of everything in there has a yellow tag. I can't use my coupon. And if you inadvertently get your receipt printed out, those stupid things are still as long as a football field. My man, I feel you. Jason, hey, one thing. That's a valid beef. One thing that I forgot to remind you of. Keep them tight. Keep them tight. Make it precise, concise. Brevity's good. Get in, get out. one 800 636-8686. Let's go to San Francisco. George, good to have you. What's your beef? Hey, Rome. Thanks for the vine. My beef's with Draymond. Dude signed a four-year, $100 million contract this offseason only to put together a WWE mixtape this season. Come on, dude. You're hurting us and not helping us. Out. Nice job. That's fair. That's fair. I've got my take, so I'm not going to respond to it just here, but I'll respond in take form. But you're not wrong. 1-800-636-8686. So far, so good. Let's go to Driftwood. Ben, good to have you. Ben, what's your take? Hey, Rome. Good to be back in the June gal, as Rick Carlisle once said. My beef is with the king of all things audio, Alvin Deloro. Cindy has a theme. Shock has a song. You have your opening. But Alvi is songless. War Albie's new walk-up music. <clears throat> Open the door, get on the floor. I'll be walking the dinosaur. Boom, boom, shaka laka laka boom. You don't like that. Hey, Albie, why did you run him? Not a very good call. Albie, why did you run him? He's trying to give you a theme song. He's trying to pick you up. Albie, <laughs> why did you run him, dude? Albie's like, I didn't like that song. That's not a good song. I don't know, Alvy. I kind of did like that song, and I thought that it was a pretty good song. You just didn't give him a chance to get to the chorus. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Grand Rapids. Evan in the GR. Evan, what's your beef? Jim, love the show. You're a legend. My beef is with Amon Ra and the Lions offense because my wife is taking me to my first NFL game this weekend. And if I have to see as lame and miserable of an offense as I did last Sunday, I'm walking out of there in a trash bag. Out. I hear you, brother. 
Appreciate you. Brother. Hey, listen, we all have concerns about their defense, right? The defense has been a concern for quite some time. There weren't concerns until recently about that offense. You make a very good point, dude. Amon Ra. We've been trying to get Amon Ra for a long time. I can't seem to run him down. I think the karma is starting to spin back on Detroit. My man, I love you. That's an OC, dude. I love Amon Ra. Come on, man. Get right. Come on the program. You may not need it, but that team needs it. And I've got your back. I love that guy. I've been trying to get him for a long time. 1-800-636-8686. What do you think? Tommy, where to? Let's go to Boise. Duke in Boise. Good to have you, Duke. What's your beef? Hey, uh, my beef, Jim, is with my next-door neighbor who can't figure out what uh, holiday they want to celebrate. They got deflated Halloween costumes still out there and a Christmas tree and lights up. Pick a holiday, go with it, clean up your yard, out. Got it. Like I said, you can beef about anything you want. Right there, back-to-back, great example. One guy beefing about the Lions offense, the next guy beefing about his neighbor's front yard and them not knowing what holiday it is. Like I said, anything is fair game except for your toilet humor and your JN humor. I don't want that. Let's go to Terry in Texas. Good to have you, Terry. What's your beef? I got beef with old dudes that wash their entire body in public restrooms after they take a leak. They got a gargle wash behind their ears. Bathroom smack, right, Alvy? Terry. Not a very good Terry. Terry. He said, I got a beef with old dudes who wash their entire body in the bathroom. They take a leak. They wash behind their ears. I, Terry, I just said it. Terry. You can beef about anything you want except toilet humor, bathroom smack, and JN smack. And then the very first call is some dude talking about toilet humor. I, I don't Terry. even think that he did it to disrespect me. I think that was his beef, and he wasn't listening. Or he didn't care. Or thought he had a loophole. Terry? Terry? I know that you thought that you were okay because you were talking about the sink, but you referenced the bathroom. And the phrase, taking a leak, gave it away. The bathroom includes all the above. The urinal, the deodorant puck, the sink, the toilet, all of it. Let's reset it. Terry. Terry. 1-800-636-8686. Let's try Wichita. Earl. What's your beef, Earl? My beef is with the new Chiefs fans. They, they're like the old joke, difference between a puppy and a Chiefs fan. At some point, the puppy quits whining. Look, you newbies. Here's the thing, man. Expectation versus accomplishment. Some of us waited 50 years before the bowl. And so, yeah, we, we have expectations, but, man, hang your hat on accomplishments and quit whining about expectations when it doesn't turn out right, man. Chief on, we're going to get it done. War KF8 Sports Radio in Wichita. Go get him, Jimmy. Oh, he's been there. He's old school. He's like, come on, newbies. Come on, newbies. <laughs> Y'all want it, and y'all want it right now. 
You know nothing about delayed gratification, like decades of delayed gratification. I like it. I've not forgotten about your written beefs. I will get there. The thing about it is, Tommy, on my screen, there is no six. Let me refresh and see if that works. Let's go to Josh in Iowa. Good to have you, Josh. What's your beef? My beef is with dogs. They come into your life. They live for like maybe 10 years. They force you to fall in love with them. They get hit by a car or something. They just don't live long enough. What the heck, dogs? Out, James. That sucks. I agree, dude. I agree. It's kind of like, you know, if you never put yourself out there, like you don't want to get your heart broken again. Therefore, you can never love again. It's true. Both our cats are 16 right now. And well, Sapphire nearly bought it a couple of times. He's sick right now. But, dude, that cat's a warrior. He will not leave. He will not leave us. He will not go. We take him to the vet. It costs a fortune. They do unspeakable things to him, and he never blinks. And he comes home, and he's happy. Then Cody the Ragdoll Cat gets up in his face. I question the mental health of Cody the Ragdoll right now. He gets up in Sapphire's face and just screeches, man, just hisses at him. I'm like, yo, you two are boys. What happened? Right in my face. No, it's true. I'm an animal person. I uh, believe me, I've lost many an animal that I like that I loved more than people. I'll just say it. It's true. I've had many an animal that meant more to me than most people. I feel you, dude. One eight hundred six three six eight six eight six. Let's go to Jeffrey, South Carolina. Good to have you, Jeffrey. What's your beef? Hey, Jim, my beef is with people that you see them pull up at the gas station. They get the nozzle out, put it in the vehicle, and they don't even stand there and finish the job. They sit right back in the car while it's refueling, and then they get back out and put the nozzle up and leave. That's all. You know what, dude? I do that. I do that. I don't know what the problem with that is. I do that. I mean, I, do I have to stand outside? Yeah, don't even get it. Don't even come at me with, yo, yo, Rome, must be pretty cold in California. You can't stand outside? Yeah, but why do I have to? Can I get back in the car and just get off a few texts? Why no, Rome, you can text while standing up next to your hose. Why do I have to stand in the fumes? Is that part of the deal? Hey, listen, dude, if your thing is, why don't you just stay there and not get back in your car and then forget about it and then we're left waiting 10 minutes because you don't even know that the tank is full? That's different. I Honestly, frankly, I do it all the time because when I fill up, I fill up. And that's not a flex. I'm not... I'm not here to crack on somebody who comes in and puts in $2 worth of gas because that'll get you about 200 feet. No, I mean, I fill up, but I'm not going to lie. If it's going to cost me 100 bucks to fill up and it's going slowly because inevitably it will, I'm going to get my ass back in the car and make a phone call, get off a few texts, maybe bump some tunes. I don't know. I got to admit, I, I disagree with that, but I appreciate it. But I respect it. There are no wrong beefs except for maybe that one. Maybe. Let's go to Boise. Boise's coming in strong in the beef segment. The second time today, as I always say about the beef segment, what I love, all 50 are in. The entire nation plays the beef game. Let's go back to Boise, PJ. 
Hey, PJ, what's your beef? Um, I'm on my way to Boise, actually, and my beef is with uh, dudes that date your daughter and invite her um, to your hometown for a week on vacation, and then the daughter finds out that dude has a side chick, and so dad's driving to Boise from Portland to pick up his daughter. That's my beef. Thanks, Jim. Well, man, that, that was almost as confusing as that exam that Steve Smith dropped on me. But okay. Yeah, I, I guess, it, much like that exam, which I ultimately got around to figuring out, I figured out that beef at the very end. Yeah, that would be disconcerting, I guess. That would kind of piss you off if you were a dad. I don't know, though. I don't have daughters. I have two sons. 1-800-636-8686. Tommy, you look confused, yo. Let's go to the ABQ, Daryl. By the way, Albuquerque is an original four affiliate. They get preferential treatment. Daryl, what's going on? What's your beef? Thanks for being there, Romy. My beef is you call a medical office or somebody that has the automatic answering machines, and they say, please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. Like, I remember the menu options from five years ago the last time I called them. Thanks. My man, rack him. That was my favorite one yet. Rack him. That was awesome. One eight hundred six three six. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you please go back to the old menu? You ever go to a website and they change their website and then they offer you the opportunity to go back to the classic website? That's what they should do at the doctor's office. Now, can we go back to the classic menu options, please? Let's try El Paso, Bobby. Good to have you, Bobby. What's your beef? My beef is with Cam Newton calling out other quarterbacks who are better than he's ever thought about being when he wouldn't even jump on his own fumble in the Super Bowl. Ouch. Rack him. That's strong beef. That's a strong beef, dude. I like it. He got off to a very shaky start. He was not ready. Then, bam, just got it right out there. He's got a beef with Cam Newton calling out. And that's a burn right there. My man got roasted. He called out other quarterbacks. No, he called him out for calling out other quarterbacks that are better than him when he couldn't even fall on a fumble during the Super Bowl. Roasted. Speaking of former quarterbacks calling people out, you check out Big Ben. He roasted Mike Tomlin. Burning. I'll get there a little bit later on. All right, back to the phones. Hey, can I interrupt this thought? Clones, hell of a job today on the beefs. Keep it up. Keep coming. This is good. Really good. Let's go to Pomona. Anthony in Pomona. I bet this is not his first rodeo. Anthony, what's your beef? Hey, Jimmy. My beef is with my mother-in-law for bitching and complaining every day for two weeks. Put the Christmas lights up. Put the Christmas lights up. So I put them up without, you know without any trepidation, get up there, put all the lights up, and now she refuses to put them on because the electric bill's too high. Make up your mind. We're the only kooks on the block now with no lights on but lights up. Get it together, mother-in-law. Rack him. I knew that dude could handle it. We're the only kooks on the block. You know what? First of all, when he effortlessly inserted the word trepidation, I knew it was going to go well. But then when he tagged it with, we're the only kooks on the block with lights up but not on, I knew he nailed it. 
Anthony, good job, dude. Well done. If your beef gets racked, you know you nailed it. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to the ATX. Love to see the ATX, by the way. Vince, good to have you. What's your beef? Round me what up. My beef is with people who bitch and complain about white elephant gifts. They're a gag gift. Nothing serious. Get over it. Move on. Happy Hanukkah. Out. Vince in the ATX. All right, dude. Tis the season, right, Vince? I kind of like this notion of a beef about people who complain. Why complain about anything at all? Trust me. No matter what, you, what it is you're complaining about, there are so many people that have it so much worse. And by the way, I'm, as, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm as guilty as you are. We should all stop complaining because there are so many folks who have it so much worse. Let's keep moving. To, this is great. The second somebody drops, somebody calls right up. There's a lot of beef out there. Kenny in Topeka. Great to have you, Kenny. What's your beef? Kenny, go ahead. You're on the air. You were. Ah, now you're not. No, no. It's all right. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. We had a 17-minute run. Should we go to the written beefs? Let's read some. Good run. Brad Meyer, quote, My beef is with wives who send you something that causes you to completely panic only to have misread something that is essential to the story. Signed, Rome. War Dodger Jano knowing what Fahrenheit means. Yeah, she does, but she misread that. And then I had no choice but to run her under the bus because I led the show with it. I told her the story. And by the way, it was good news. It was a pleasant surprise. I'm glad she got that wrong. Best mistake ever. I'm glad she got that wrong. So I reiterated that story to her last night. And she said, so what did you say? What did you do? I said, I did the right thing. I ran you under the bus and blamed you. Anyway, we're both happy about that. Jimmers, my beef is with the pockmarked Gen Zer working behind the counter of the local chicken shack who calls every customer boss. Hey, Tool, I'm not your boss. If I was and I pulled that crap, you'd be hitting the brakes, pal. Tommy in the 316, former 714. Hit the bricks, pal. Tommy, I know a dude like that. I don't want to say where it is because it could work its way back. It's so insincere that I can't imagine he has any idea who I am. But I go to a certain establishment and I get that same thing. Yo, boss, yo, boss, yo, boss, yo, boss. Here you go, boss. What's going on, boss? You're welcome, boss. Have a good day, boss. Yo, boss, yo, boss. Hey, Jim, my beef is when you call a service provider of some sort they can't help you with the issue you called about, but at the end, they insist on asking, is there anything else I can help you with? I hate this. Larry Ginsburg, H-Town. He's got a good point now. You didn't help me with anything to begin with. So what do you mean? Is there anything else I can help you with? You didn't help me with the one thing I called you about. Why? Why? So the answer is no. No, you can't. You couldn't help me with what I needed. Why do you think you're going to help me with anything else? Not to mention you lost the opportunity. The only thing worse than that is when they hit you with that, 
that random survey afterwards. Would you mind filling out a survey to talk about our customer service? No. No, I'm not doing that. Not not until your 15-minute survey says or has an option which says the customer service sucks. I love that, man. They they will you and then then you have to click out of five things to get out of that 15-minute survey after waiting 15 minutes to not get your answer to your question. Hey Larry, you set me off, dude. I feel you. J P R. I have a beef with rednecks. They try to talk to me with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. Hey, Jethro, it's already hard enough to make out what you're saying without a Marlboro 1000 dangling from your lips as I watch it go up and down, ashes, ashes, all fall down. But at least you have the decency to do that weird thing with your mouth where you stretch it down towards your neck so you don't... (laughs) So you don't blow smoke right in my face. So thanks for nothing. Dude, that was so good. Jeff C. in the NC. That that had a number of twists and turns that I did not expect. Jim, my beef is with cyclist dudes who weave in and out of the bike lane, blowing right through stop signs, and wearing spandex shorts so tight that you can tell what religion he is? Damn, Dan. Hey, Alvy, can we run written beefs? Thanks. Jimmy. I have a beef with subscription streaming services. How the hell did I come to have nine different services because I love nine different shows? Get it together, operators, and give us a couple of options and put all the shows on those. I think there is a certain method to their madness, and I think you're on it. I think that's why they do that. I don't know. I'll work on it. Hey, Rome, I got a beef. I have a beef with the squirrel on the road this morning. Bro was bouncing back and forth trying to decide between getting a nut or living. He couldn't make a decision to save his life, literally. Rest in peace, squirrel. Derek G., nicely done. Wisco Jim, what is it with the sideways peace sign that guys have to flash when posing for photos with other guys? That is getting old. It's not cool anymore and overdone. Can't anybody think of anything more original to do with their digits during a photo? How about just smiling with your hands by your side? How about your hands around your buddy's shoulders? Jerome in Vegas, also well done. That's original. I love an original beef. Romy, my beef is with my liver. My doctor says I need to stop drinking so much, and it's all because of you, liver. Get your act together. Jerome and Bugaha, man, we are on one. This is the best beef segment in a long time. Both written and callers. Jim, my beef is with my sister-in-law. She drank some Dorito juice, and now she thinks that she can dance. 
eats handfuls of street dogs and thinks that she is super nice since she can change clothes in a blink of an eye. Signed, Bowen Brunswick. Bro, you're dancing all over that line. I know exactly what you did there. I'm going to allow it because I'm in a good mood. Just know, Bo, I know what you did there. Hi, Romulus. My beef is with the Toronto media that are still peddling tales that Otani was coming to the Blue Jays. Same guys that have been calling Leafs championships in December for nearly 50 years. Best. Tony in the 416. You're right, dude. He was not coming. Nor was he going to you either, Frisco. Romy. My beef is with you, not inviting me to be a guest on the Jim Rome podcast. Your buddy, Eric in Orlando. So, bro, buddy. you went right by not getting a call for the book, right to being a guest on the podcast. Hey, Eric, you're not getting a call for the book. Nor are you getting on the podcast. Eric's like, dude, why why have you not booked me for episode 300? It's a given. It's the most obvious thing ever. Why, why did Bob Costas jump ahead of me, Eric in Orlando? Hey, Rome, my beef is with talk show host, no names mentioned, who have a weekly segment but keep jerking with the start time. Pick a start time and stick with it. Regards, Scott in Crapchester. Bro, really? You got to be fluid with this, man. You got to roll with it. Things change. We do it where it fits. There's a lot of moving parts to the show, bro. You can do it. It's never, ever been the way it worked. There's a beef season. There's a beef off season. There's a third hour beef. There's a second hour beef. Hey, Scotty, sorry it doesn't work for you, bro. But what do you know, Scott? You made it in anyway with a beef. Not a good one, but you made it in. Hey, Jim, my beef is with all the tracking my wife has on my phone. Life 360 to see where I'm at all the time. Bank account debit notifications. I can't go get a harmless burger and fries without her asking me, What did you eat today when I get home? Jake in Reno County. That's good. That's strong. Man, we're all the way to 27. Finally, a beef response to a beef. Rodster writes, my beef is with the caller on Cam Newton. When those quarterbacks win a Heisman, an NFL MVP, and get to a Super Bowl, then you can run that beef. Cam is one of one. Hashtag beef. Here we go. Here's another one. Rome, I got a beef with that bicycle shorts comment. Thanks for that visual, brah. Dino in Vegas. Hey, Dino, you best not thank anybody for anything after what you did. You assaulted, assaulted and infected the ears. You gave us all ear VD, Dino. We all have ear venereal disease, Dino, because of you. 
So don't you be coming up in here and Talk thanking somebody for a visual. Ah. Hey, Dino, thanks for the audio. I have ear herpes because of you, Dino. For the smack up. Trust me, you did way more to scar. Think of the worst MMA cauliflower ear you've ever seen. All of our ears, Dino, look like that times 100 because of this. None of us can even hear anymore, Dino, because of you. War the Las Vegas A's. Wow. Hey, Ron, my beef is with the guy who thinks that it's okay to text while pumping gas. Sure, guy. Let's set off an electric magnetic explosion and blow up the whole damn block. Great idea, bro. Dude, I'm not lighting cigarettes at the gas station. I'm getting back into my car and looking at my phone. What are we talking about here, man? Here's another one. I believe it's somewhat of a hazard to use a cell phone near the open gas tank and hose and standing next to the hose breathing ethanol ain't the healthiest thing ever. I'll say it again. I'm getting into my car. Is it? Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I will own it. Who's the beef with? Me or the beefer? Or the beef within the beef? You have my back. I'm saying it's unsafe. I know this. This is why I get into my car. Okay. As long as you're having a beef within the beef, then I got you. A beef with a beefer. My beef is with, this guy writes, my beef is with Alvy not running that confused Boise guy. Rome, you said when you were in Boise, or you said you were in Boise, so dude, you are in Boise. Don't correct the host. I had the same thought, Alvy. I had the same thought. It's not just correcting the host about the caller's name. He corrected the host when the host said, let's go to so-and-so in Boise. He said, I'm not actually in Boise. I'm on my way to Boise. Can we retroactively run that guy, please? I agree with you, Ray. Carl said the same thing. The caller from Boise should have been run for correcting the host. Man, smack. My beef is with that loser living with his mother-in-law and complaining about her paying for their electric bill. Get off your mother-in-law's bleep, brah. Greg in the ATX. Hmm. Man, I'll tell you what, that was some kind of segment. That That's incredible. 31? Tommy, that's got to be the record, right? If it's not the record, it's right on it. And almost every phone line is still lit. Hey, all you have to do is turn your beef into a take, and it still works. A call. A call. The Tourette's is kicking in again. A call. Alvi, what do we have here? Gas, groceries, utilities. Man, you name it. Everything is so expensive. And the price of it all is going up. So what you don't want to do or be is stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees. That makes everything so much worse. The financial burden can be crushing. Ask anybody who is stuck with one of these things. 
It's time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you think you're stuck in. You might not be. There are options for getting rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. He's been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over a decade. He's put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of these bad timeshares. They might be able to help you as well. Simply call Wesley right now for your free timeshare exit kit. See how you can become timeshare free. 800-462-3333. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. All right, so given the length of that and the depth and the intensity, let me reset you all really quickly. Congrats on that. That was great. An awesome beef segment. We do it once a week on a Thursday in season. All right, so we're halfway through it. Telephone number is 1-800-636-8686. What I have the rest of the way is as follows. I've got Nick Nurse, the head coach of the 76ers, coming up at the top of the hour. Bottom of hour number three, I have James Kelly and Big Head Bets. Steve Smith and I talked about it briefly, but you've got the Raiders, you've got the Chargers, both living at the bottom of the AFC West. They're going to play tonight. Justin Herbert's done for the rest of the year. Obviously, that matchup is not as attractive or as attractive as it would have been. Big Head and I, though, will get down. Hopefully, we can make some money off it. So if you're waiting on that, that's coming up at 11.40. Bob Costas is my guest on episode 293 of the Jim Rohn Podcast. Bob shows up generally once or twice a year, always brings it. I thought yesterday he was as good. He's always amazing. He's brilliant. But I thought my conversation that I had with him yesterday was one of my all-time favorites. It is so good. You want to look for that after the program. It's a really Really good conversation. Premium, long form. He stretched out, told amazing stories, had nowhere to go, all class. It's free, clones. That's why I do that side hustle. He and I could never have that conversation on this show. We just don't have the room. We don't have the real estate. We don't have the runway. So look for that, F-293. So that brings me now to Draymond, the other issue of the day. Somebody brought this up in a beef. The question was not if Draymond Green, oops, the clock, the clock, man. Wow. I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not talking about Draymond. A 31 minute beef will do that to you. You know, the really funny thing about that is I'm like, wow, 39, man. We got out pretty early. No, we didn't. There's a big old record scratch for you. I got out pretty early or heinously late. One or the other. It's the clock, man. The clock the messes clock. with your mind sometimes. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. So I mentioned this week that I was working on a project. 
a project with an author, a book project. And I said, as part of that project, my author said, you know, I think a big part of your career and your brand are the clones, the listeners. And we started to talk about that. And he started to fire a bunch of questions at me about them. And we were talking about how to strategize and how to approach it. I said, you know what? It's almost impossible for me to explain the clones. You should speak to them directly. I'm going to get you some big name clones and you can call them. At least one of the calls has been set up. I don't know how many, but my author just told me he's already set a time and a date to speak with one of the clones. So that's happening. We'll see how that goes. In the meantime, we're back on the clock. I've got Nick Nurse coming up at the top of the hour. I have not spoken to him since he got that job in Philadelphia, so we'll get caught up. The big head, James Kelly and I, at 1140. And again, we're coming down towards the end of the year. I've got this week. We have next week. The last show of next week is the year in review. And then I'm done for the year. So you are running out of time. Got a few reinvention projects that I'm knocking out. Then I'm going to push out before the end of the year. Episode 293 of the Jim Rome podcast with Bob Costas yesterday. You want to look for that? We already talked about that fracas and melee that occurred last night in Milwaukee. I thought that was amazing. Giannis running down the tunnel like full bore trying to get that ball, the game ball, because he scored 64 points, a career high. And a Milwaukee Bucks franchise record. He wanted that ball. Or did he? He said afterwards the ball was not for him, but rather for Dame Lillard, who passed Kyle Korver on the all-time three-point list. In the meantime, the Pacers kept the ball, which seemed kind of petty. But they said, oh, no. Oh, no, it's got nothing to do with Giannis. It was for Oscar. Oscar Shibway. Because he got his first career point. We do that all the time whenever a rookie gets their first career point. It's got nothing to do with the fact that Giannis threw down that dunk late in the game that had long since ended to get that record. No, that's not what that was. Either that's exactly what that was, or maybe not. Fracas, and melee, whatever. I'll tell you what, that did lead to a great fracas. That's my man, Rick Carlisle. Fracas. It led to a fracas and a melee. Fracas. And don't correct him either. If he pronounced the words fracas and melee as fracas and melee, he's got it right and we're all wrong. Melee would. Webster's Miriam folks can get on that right away and fix it. Melee. Well, we're going to have another fracas on our hands. Fracas. And a melee. Melee. Would. That was an awesome fracas and an awesome fracas. melee. And best of all, midweek, mid-December, in a game that doesn't mean jack. That's why I love that fracas and that melee. There were so many different layers to that. And again, you might say, well, wait a minute. That wasn't Oscar's first point. I saw him in the in-season tournament. He had a point in that game. So I'm going to call bullcrap on that. Ah, not so fast. He did score a point in that game. However, it was not an official point. It did not count. That's why they wanted to give him the game ball from last night. Because last night's point was officially his first point. What? I know. So if the point didn't count in the in-season tournament, then the in-season tournament didn't count. 
because the point didn't count. And if the in-season tournament didn't count, then the Lakers' so-called championship of the in-season tournament also did not count because the tournament never happened. Somebody just puked all over the floor and then had the players run over it. That's why I love this story so much. There's so many layers to it. But I don't know if it's a game ball. It doesn't feel like So back to the original question. Yeah, that, okay, there's Giannis. Giannis is like, all right, so I did get a ball. And then he was asked, yeah, but did you get the game ball? And Giannis said, it doesn't really feel like the game ball. But I don't know, but I don't know if it's a game ball. It doesn't feel like the game ball to me. It's, it feels like a brand new ball. And by the way, it was not for me. It was for Dame. I don't know. The, the whole thing, it's so funny that they took this guy's game ball. Then they tried to get you to believe. And by the way, I'm not calling bull crap. I'm calling awesome. They took this guy's game ball. They'd have you believe that they did it without knowing. And the reason they did it was they always do it when a rookie scores their first career point. And then when they realized the error of their ways, they did give him the game ball. But it really wasn't a game ball at all. It was a brand new ball. He, tell, he knows the difference. He's the MVP. Of course he would know. Yeah, that and the fact that the ball was deflated and in a box and in a bag with a receipt from the concession stand. What about that story is not to love? I love the petty. I love the spice. I love the drama. I love him running as fast as he could down the tunnel to get his ball, only to say, it's not for me. I was doing that for Dame. Nick Nurse coming up next. 